Hello, gore horrors and fellow deadites, and welcome to Our Life in Horror. We are a horror movie podcast with the gore-filled side of the news, physical media, and everything spooky. My name is Brendan, a horror addict since Perth, and with me always is my horror queen, Sam. Hi guys, we are Our Life in Horror. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, or X. <laughs> I'll never get used to that. Um, and our email is ourlifeinhorror at hotmail.com. We're also on Patreon, where we do bonus episodes, uh, after-hour shows, more so just after-hour shows lately, but um, and more. And shout-out to our Patreon members. We have a couple more now, which I'm pretty excited yeah. about. So we got Sean, Miki, Bo, AJ, and Rob. Yeah, thank you for subscribing. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited to uh, chat more in the Discord. Yes, which has been quiet lately. Yeah, we got to stir some stuff up. Yeah, I'm going to. Cause some trouble. Definitely. <laughs> Um, what have you been watching? Should we talk about that? It's officially spooky season. Oh, yeah, finally. <laughs> finally. Fall is upon us. We're going to do a special episode in a couple weeks, actually. Yep. Where we're going to talk about... Halloween. Top 10 favorite movies to watch during spooky season. Yep. And it'll be our own list, so you'll get your point of view and my point of view. Yep. I'm excited. <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited to see what's on your list. Yeah, some, I already have one in mind, for sure. I don't, I don't know. These lists, when I make them, they're usually, like, the day before. I'm my, such a procrastinator. My list has been done for, like, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, you're, when you get something set in your mind, you're doing it instantly, and I am waiting till the last minute. Yeah, I'm, <clears throat> yeah. Sometimes I do it that way, your way, but yeah, usually I don't want to forget the movies in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, I always always watch that one. Oh, I always watch that one. Yeah. So I, I have, oh God, I have so many lists in my notes on my phone. Oh, really? Oh my God, I probably have grocery lists from a year ago. Oh, yeah. Like, just like just lists and lists and lists and lists. You like, can't handle going to the grocery store without a list. No, and I don't want to forget stuff. Like, whenever I... I have a random list, too. I can't even think off the top of my head. But definitely for episodes, I have, like... Or even movies I want to watch. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, I have to write these down in a list. And then I'll go back and look at it one day, and I don't go and back. You, and you restart them, too, because you have, like, three lists like that. You do that, too? No, you do. Oh, you know I do. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. <laughs> yeah, I, I have, know like, do. multiple lists that are, like to watch lists but they're like all spread out in all my lists it's mm -hmm. ridiculous yeah. anyway <laughs> that was a long little spiel um well, what have we been watching i have one movie that i didn't watch with you so i'll talk okay. about that so i watched i finally got to watching um maniac cop 3 badge of silence yeah how was it it was boring yeah it was actually like boring like it wasn't like it's not fun it wasn't i didn't get any sense of enjoyability out of it yeah it's <clears throat> the weakest in the franchise for sure and it's the first time that they bring a character like the second the the lead in the second movie is in the, the third one for the duration of the whole movie okay because bruce campbell's the lead in the first one and then he's in the second one spoilers bruce campbell's in those movies he's in the first one yeah he's in the first two Oh, I didn't know that. That's why, I, yeah, I told you that. That's why I was like, you want to watch Bruce Campbell with me and watch Maniac Cop? Oh, I legitimately don't remember you saying that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. it's, it's a weird, because he's like a detective in the first one. It's like, he's not like a super goofy role. Oh, I had you no know? idea. Yeah. I don't think you told me that. I think I did. 
Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Probably not. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, so they bring back Maniac Cop. He's not back. They bring him back with Voodoo, which was just such like a cop out. And I don't really know why he was brought back. The story's convoluted. It's it's pretty all over the place. Okay. It was boring. It was almost like a Bride of Frankenstein. It almost seemed like the Maniac Cop was trying to get a bride. <laughs> essentially. Okay. It was weird. I was not for it at all. It's definitely the weakest. That's why it's the third one, I guess. It's the weakest. Yeah. yeah. Right. What did you watch? Well, we watched Haunt together. Way better than I expected. Yeah, it's about as good as I expected because lots of people hype it up. Okay. That I've seen at least, so I was like going into it thinking it's going to be really good. But I was very impressed still. I was too. But I couldn't believe it. I thought it was going to be fucking rough. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. The the kills were pretty good. Like yeah, the, the hammer kill. And everything. The hammer kill was <laughs> awesome. And then yeah, when when you get to see their faces behind the mask, it is fucking wild. I was not yeah. expecting that. The body modifications. I yeah, guess. it's cool. Yeah, it was so good. And the the lead girl is in the show I used to watch called The Bold Type, which is really good. Um, but yeah, it's we watched it because it's spooky season and we wanted to watch something that we haven't seen yet. And it was kind of along the lines of, what was it, Hellfest? Hellfest, Kind of, yeah. but yeah. different, kind or of went in a bit of a different direction. Hellfest or uh, the House that October built. The houses, oh yeah. Houses of October built or whatever. Hell House LLC a little bit. Just yeah, the haunted bit. house feels. Yeah, I love those movies, especially because now we're starting to go to those haunted houses, and we have one coming up, and now I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about in um, Haunt when the guy with the chainsaw was there. It reminded me of last year with the guy with the chainsaw when we went yeah, out. You can move. <gasps> no, I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also watched Cannibal Farm. Oh my lordy, lordy, lordy. Yeah, you said it was pretty bad. It was so bad. I didn't even finish it. You didn't finish the next two movies you're going to talk about. No, I didn't. They were both so bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it was so bad. Like, the whole chainsaw thing, it just felt like that wanted to be, like, Leatherface, like, just the the family on the farm with the chainsaw, whatever. Mm-hmm. But just the dialogue and the fucking acting, oh, so bad. I don't recommend it unless you want to just, like, laugh. Okay. <laughs> um, Aftershock. Aftershock with Eli Roth in it. Mm. It's Eli Roth presents Aftershock. Is it? Yeah, I believe he produced oh, it. Okay. I bought I bought that at the dollar store when we first moved here, so it's been sitting on my shelf for two years. Oh, it's yeah, him and his ex wife are, are both in it. Like how she ends up in all his movies, but yeah. no, it just wasn't good. No, I didn't finish that one either because. It's hard to finish a movie in a night because by the time we sit down and I'm like watching a movie and then I get tired and if the movie's not good, I'm not returning to it the next day. Yeah. So that's my problem. That's fair. If I don't, if the movie's bad and then I have to sit through it to be two sittings, I won't do it. Yeah, no, it was bad. That's why I knew I had to have an afternoon where I could watch Maniac Cop 3. Otherwise, I wasn't going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I just found, like, the first 35 minutes, I think it was, to set up these characters, and I just didn't like any of the characters, so it just sucked. That's a classic Eli Roth trope, though. Yeah, it just sucked. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Oh, I also watched Ginger Snaps. Yes, you did. Yeah, that's 
Did you start the second one? Uh, yeah, but I was cooking and it was too annoying to try. No, oh, okay. But um, the first one is something I like to watch every year, so you might see me talk about that on a future episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. It's yeah, so good. It is so good. I I always forget how gory it is too, and just fucking love the morbid sisters. They're fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um. Any physical media collected? Nope, we broke. Yeah, we broke. You're probably going to be hearing us say we broke the next few weeks. Mm, yeah, unless Bo <laughs> hooks me up with something cheap. Probably, yeah. Probably, probably nothing. <laughs> I think the Meg's co- the Meg 2 is coming out soon, actually. Yeah. I think so. I think there's a couple cheap... Oh, I wouldn't say cheap, but non-collector's edition standard movies are coming out shortly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, horror news. What do you got for us? Not a crazy amount because, like the procrastinator I am, I did them all an hour before we decided to record today. But mm-hmm. we'll start it with some trailers that we watched actually over the weekend, and just kind of convenient. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, I forgot. Let's talk about that. Let's do that. We'll mm-hmm. talk about these little. Well, they're they're teaser trailers. They're not even trailers, other than the one I watched by myself that I knew you wouldn't be interested in. Okay. So we'll talk about that one first. So I watched the Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Uh, trailer which dropped over the weekend um, I put in brackets here I know Sam wouldn't be interested <laughs> <laughs> but it stars Kurt and Wyatt Russell so Kurt Russell's his dad and Wyatt Russell's his son oh and I think that's so cool because I think it's going to be a, it's going to be like an over the years thing and Wyatt Russell's going to play a younger version of his dad oh I thought that was such a smart idea okay um, but yeah, it's basically from what I got from the trailer, it's going to go back to like Kong Skull Island and then pick up from there when, uh, we get into some Godzilla and maybe some other creatures. Is this a documentary? I think it's going to be set up kind of like a documentary, but no, it's like, uh. It's a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. Oh, okay. You, you know the Godzilla movies that all just came out? No. <laughs> I don't watch any of that. I know, but you must have known about it. No, they were huge. (laughs) Well, anyways, it's going to like King Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong. I've probably seen a preview here and there for it or an ad. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You've probably seen an ad. Sure. But uh, yeah, so it's going to take place in that world. So there's a a government agency called Monarch and they've been studying these monsters for like 100 years or something like that. Okay. King Kong's a gorilla, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. Godzilla's a big lizard. And then there's also, there's like... Like almost like sixty or seventy different giant monsters or kaiju's that are either dormant or laying or, or peacefully walking around the world or something like that. Hmm. It could be fun. Okay. I'm not too sure. Um, <clears throat> I didn't get the release date for that. I should have. I think it's gonna be a TV series though. It'll probably drop to crave. I th- believe. Um, we also watched the teaser trailer for Totally Killer, uh, meet Blumhouse's new slasher villain, the Sweet Sixteen Killer, which is going to release on October 6th on Prime Video. Okay, yeah. This trailer confused me. (laughs) Confused me too, a little bit. I'm like, why are you... I thought it was like an award show or something. I'm like, is it an award show for the best killer? Like, I was so confused. <laughs> they have a Slim Pickens list. They're all coming to the door. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, there's the Black Phone. Mm-hmm. There's... Um, there's the Freaky. 
mm-hmm. freaky killer there's the purge lady um there's one i have no idea who who it even was yeah and i can't remember there's like five killers and then the sweet 16 killer yeah so it's a new slasher coming out yep brand okay. new slasher sweet 16 killer yep that could be fun i like the name of that yeah me too the trailer looked i don't know it seemed okay the woman that looked like he was going to kill wasn't 16 i thought she was like a mom or something oh yeah 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 i was very confused by the trailer yeah i still don't really get what's happening <laughs> nope me neither but we'll see i wonder if they're gonna drop like an actual trailer within this month they probably Maybe. probably will yeah um the last trailer that we're gonna talk about is e- te- last teaser trailers eli ross thanksgiving uh teaser trailer proves he's going for the hard r in theaters november 17th i know we were just shitting on him but i'm so excited for this movie <laughs> it's gory i just hope he has some better dialogue than he has in his yes. past movies you know maybe he's because it's been a while i think since he's even made a movie I know, and I'm starting to outgrow his. Like, I feel like the older I get, the less I enjoy his stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the Hostel movies still, but... You should have tried Knock Knock. Knock Knock. Yeah, I should. That... I keep forgetting. <laughs> You're going to have to add it to your many one... lists. It's probably on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you it is. <laughs> um, I just hope there's, like, at least two redeemable fucking characters in this movie. Otherwise, yeah. I feel like it's just going to be a waste of time. Yeah. I don't want to see... I want at least one person to be likable. Other than that, like, what's the point in going? It's... I guess the Green Inferno was, like, an experience. But that's, like, a bunch of people that are just awful. Yeah. And then you get to watch them be killed. But it's, like, then you're just going there just to watch them be killed. It's... You know, it doesn't have the same joy as, like, a Friday the 13th would. No, I know. I, I agree. I just felt like this one felt, like, festive and, like, just could be fun. Oh, very. Right? Like, he wears, like, one of those old pilgrim suits. Yeah. Because like, he's the serial killer. But it looks gory. Yeah. It looks gory. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are all the trailers. And we'll get into some news. Starting right. out with uh, Steve, Steve, Stephen King's uh, The Silver Bullet and uh, Tales from the Docks. Dark Side, the movie, are coming to 4K this November from Scheme Factory. They'll be their own collector's editions upgrades. The Nun 2, which I forgot it, was even being released to theaters. (laughs) (laughs) It scared up $85 million in its opening weekend. Hmm. Insane. Yeah. I didn't know if there's still a, a want for that franchise anymore. I... Yeah, I didn't even watch the first movie. <laughs> I think because you, everyone says it's bad. You said it was bad. It's atmospherically really good, and there's some really good cinematography shots, but like the storyline wasn't really worth it. Yeah, I don't know if that'll be up my alley. Yeah, this one might be a little bit better. I'm not sure. We'll have to see. I've already seen like some pretty mixed reviews on it. Okay. So I, I'll probably wait to rent it or yeah. wait for it to come out on physical. Uh, Tim Burton revealed that Beetlejuice 2 is 90%, 99% filmed. So, I'm actually excited for it. Yeah. Usually, I, I don't know, I'm iffy about them, like, well, it's a t- it's the second one, it's not a remake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Did, are Johnny Depp and What's-Her-Face dating? Is that a real thing? 
Um, Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega. I don't... Uh, I hope not. That's <laughs> too weird. It is odd. Because she's young. Yeah. She's uh, like not even... She's probably 19. Yeah, I have no idea how old she is. But I, I just saw like some sort of headline saying like, so-and-so, I think it was Jenna Ortega wants you to leave us alone. Yeah, like that. that's I was what like, I saw. Wait, what? That's, that's what I saw. I'm like, uh, like a month ago, she was denying the whole thing. Hmm. Well, maybe it's just publicity. Could be. I don't know. Because I thought Johnny Depp was dating his lawyer after. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Uh, um, so this is a bit of good and weird news. The Strangers Trilogy. So this is the title. It's the str- oh. It's the Strangers Trilogy will be slashing its way in 2024 but it has no release date or strategy oh. on how to release so i don't know if all three like all three films if there's three films if it's just being called the strangers trilogy like oh. nobody knows what's happening with this project <laughs> nobody interesting so if we already know it's like a remake yeah series so will there be three of them kind of like Halloween 2018 kills ends. Yeah, but they're already all filmed. Huh. That's the other thing. I'm almost thinking it's going to release to a streaming service. And I think it's going to do what Fear Street did. Well, they'll release a film every month. That would be cool. That would be cool. I would be down for that. The only thing that kind of has me a little iffy on this new franchise is that Rennie Harland is going to be the director of this. I don't know who that is. He's done a lot of questionable movies. Like what? Um, shit. Um, <laughs> I put you on the spot, sorry. Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> but like, his movies aren't bad. They're fun, but they're not particularly scary. Oh. I don't think. Like, I know, I think he did Halloween, or A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4, which is like where he started. Let me see. Uh, I'm going to find it. <laughs> uh, Rennie Harlan, here we go. I didn't know how to spell his name. Let me see. Yeah, he did four. He did a movie called Devil's Pass. Oh, he did Cliffhanger. Um, let's see. Let's get some, some horror movies. Um... There are none. <laughs> oh, he did. It. Well, he did The Exorcist, the beginning, which is a bad movie all in itself. No, he did The Covenant, which I liked. Covenant. Oh, he did... Yeah, you remember that? Like, is that with the boys? Yeah, the boys. <laughs> yeah, the boys. I, I remember The Covenant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you remember them heartthrobs. <laughs> um, he directed Deep Blue Sea. Oh, I like that movie. Yeah, I like, like it. Like a lot. <laughs> I like it too, but like I said, it's not particularly scary, but it's fun. Yeah, okay. And uh, so like, I don't know, is he going to be able to get the same atmosphere the first movie did? Yeah. Because um, the second one is still, still fairly decent, but it wasn't, I don't think, the same level as the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what else you got? We got two more. I got Twilight of the Dead. So this is George Ayers Romero's final zombie script that he was working on before he passed away. Oh. And um, 
they have recently found a director for it of by brad anderson who he's directed session nine which is a huge call following behind it it's pretty good uh the machinist and blood um i just hope they do it well and george a romero has a Mm -hmm. special place in my heart very upset when he died tall dude very tall dude i saw him from afar did you? Yeah, because he filmed a movie in my hometown. Oh, I think I remember you saying that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I hope they can do them honor on that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the last bit of news I have is that uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, the prequel to the movie, will be uh, rated R, and it will follow a young Judd Crandall. The new movie is set to be released exclusively on Paramount Plus October 7th. Okay. I gotta watch the originals. It's a good Halloween movie. Yeah. Yeah, like it was always playing at Halloween time on sci-fi. Okay. It's not set during Halloween, but okay. it's spooky. All right. Cool. That's all the news I got for you guys today. Good stuff. And we're going to have some fun trailers next week. We already discussed it, but... We're going to have some fun trailers to talk about next week. All right. And we're skipping our game today. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we had a busy weekend, and Saturday was kind of a write-off for me because I started new meds that I'll talk about in the after-hour show, and I was exhausted and sick. Um, so go sign up if you want to hear Sam talk about her new medication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> <laughs> sound good yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right we're getting into the movie this was my pick this was sam's pick (laughs) i don't have very many notes to be honest with you that's all right we'll bounce off each other okay all right so chained i kept seeing people post about this movie and just in i think it's called horror movie addicts on facebook yep yeah people just kept posting about it for weeks and i'm like what is this movie and i watched the trailer and i was like we gotta do this on the podcast because this is a me movie Yep. Straight up me movie. So, yeah, you had, like, Cobweb was a movie you wanted to do this week. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. And then you wanted to do this movie, and then there's another movie you wanted to do. Yeah. And then as soon as you just watched the trailer for this one, you were like, no, we're doing this one. Yeah, I really wanted to see it. Um, so, Chained. Starring Vincent... Vincent... D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. I was. I knew I was gonna fi- not figure that out. Okay, <laughs> D'Onofrio from Daredevil, Law and Order, Criminal Intent, and... Kill Metal Jacket? Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Thank you. I looked like I wrote a K there. Um, uh, Eamon Farron from Love Is Now, T.I.M. and The Witcher. Uh, Evan Bird from... Maps? Maps to the Stars? Why can't I read my writing right now? I can read your writing upside down. I was going to say Mayo. Maps to the Stars and the Killing? Uh, Connor Leslie from Dark Web, Kaikadia 3301, and Titans. <laughs> uh, Julia Ormond from Sabrina and Legends of the Fall. Gina Phillips from Ring Around the Rosie and Jeepers Creepers. And Jake Weber from Medium and Dawn of the Dead. Um, Jennifer Lynch also makes an appearance in this movie. I just want to shout that out because she is the director. Um, she's known for... Boxing Helena, Surveillance, and Hiss, and she's also the daughter of David Lynch. Um, 
This is a 6.4 on IMDb and a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. I feel like that's so low, but we'll talk about it. Um, held captive by a serial killer since the age of eight, a teen must choose between escape or following in his captor's bloody footprints. Initial release date was August 5th, 2012, and budget is 700000 I did not see anything about how much it made or anything. I don't think this would have made... Uh... No. Big theaters, anyways. Yeah, and it's been out for a while, but it's still on Tubi. Yeah, we watched it on Tubi. Yeah, hopefully still on Tubi. It's Everyone. leaving soon. Yeah. Just a heads up. Yeah. I'm surprised I haven't heard of this movie. Um, because this is, it's right up my alley. This is a straight to DVD. Yeah, but like I I always search for like captive movies and stuff, mm -hmm. right? True. So yeah. that's why I'm kind of surprised I haven't come across it. Um, but yeah, um, spoiler-free thoughts. Uh, well, if you put this movie on, it's probably going to suck all the joy out of the rest of the night that you have. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It's well acted. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to go too much into it. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, it will suck all the joy out of the night, but if you're like me, five minutes later, you'll be like, that was fucking awesome! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, I, don't know. I like when movies are gut-wrenching. I, I say that all the time. I, I, I don't know, we'll have to talk about it, but I have a different sense of like gut-wrenching. Okay. Yeah, you know, okay, I will say this. So you know how you watch, like, Jeffrey Dahmer? that yeah. show yeah that's what this feels like it feels like a almost like a realistic yeah um crime story being told to you through acting yeah uh but good acting like a high level caliber acting but like that almost what kind of sucks all the joy out of it for me yeah i can see because that because it's almost like based too hard in reality yeah i um, think that's why i seek out these movies though because that's what scares me that's yeah. the only thing that, well, I won't say the only thing, because there is some good, like, Hell House LLC scare me and stuff, but, like, when I look for a horror movie to actually be scared, I'm going to look for captivity movies, because I am a female, and that yeah. shit scares me. Yeah, but even, like, some, like, Pet. Do you remember watching Pet? No. Um, it's about this guy that keeps a girl in a cage, and... Oh, stop, stop, stop. I haven't seen this. I swear to God we watched it. Pet. Yeah. It might be coming back to me. Okay, it's, say a little more. Um, <laughs> he's been stalking her for a while, and then he finds out that she's doing some pretty shady... I'm not going to say the twist, but some shady stuff. So then he puts her in a cage, and then he like falls in love with her. And he's already in love with her, but yeah, he's trying to convince her. I feel like I know what you're talking about now. It's got one of the guys from Lord of the Rings. He plays one of the hobbits. Yeah, I don't know. And, Remember, yeah, but I like that kind of stuff. Like same with Poughkeepsie tapes. Yeah, but that movie, that movie had fun to it. Oh. Yeah. Not like fun, fun, but like I, the twists and turns were more fun. Yeah. And the girl character is more outgoing and fun. Okay. This movie is just beating <laughs> you into a sense of dread and darkness. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's good. I know you like these movies, but 
All right, let's get into the spoilers. Okay. Um, describe this movie in three words. Um, dark, depressing. Um. Uh, tense. Okay. Um, so I was gonna say sad, brutal, and captivating because it's captive. Um, but I also <laughs> want to say everything I wanted. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite character? I guess you got to give it to Rabbit because he's literally actually the mom is really cool too. Like the mom I know. at the beginning is really a uh, really heartbreaking, and she does everything in her power for. To not let her son see her in pain. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like, um, and then like when she, she's being whispered to, what's gonna happen to her? I'm assuming she was like, okay, well, let's go into the other room and not let this shit happen in front of him, right? Mm-hmm. Because you get some whispering going on, and you don't. There's no subtitles for it, so you don't see exactly what's being whispered. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like. The mom's really good, and she, you know, she sneaks him in to see a scary movie, and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they should have taken the bus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but obviously I was just fed up. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the mom or Rabbit as well. Yeah, Rabbit is just, you just feel a lot of empathy for him. Mm-hmm. He's not, uh. He doesn't have very many likable traits to him or anything like that. You just feel sorry for this person that's been yeah. held captive for probably... He has good traits. He wants to save the girl and everything. Yeah, but like it's not like he's likable in a sense that I would want to have a beer with him. <laughs> he's probably never had a beer in his life. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, like he's... He's also like mentally still a child probably. Well, yeah, there's that. Right. There's that as well. Yeah. Least favorite character. This is hard because you gotta either give it to Bob or Brad, mm-hmm. and it's, a, it's just a matter of who you decide is worse. Yeah, they're both equally horrible. Yep. <laughs> I put it both. I put them both down. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then you could also give it to, like, their dad. Like, it's just like a... Oh, yeah, because it's never... It's a generational trauma, shit, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, the, there's actual... There's, like, the slightest, slightest moment where you feel bad for Bob, but then it just gets ripped away again, right? Like... Oh, absolutely. Because he has those night terrors and stuff. Yeah. You get to see, like, what made him into what he is, right? Mm-hmm. And it's... It's weird how... I want to know more about... Obviously, we didn't get to see more of how the Brad was brought up because then it ruins the twist. But yep. I want to know why he is the way he is. Yeah, I wonder why he's so like normal-ish. Yeah, maybe they picked on Bob more. Could be, because it's the older child, right? Yeah. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. Best acting. Vincent fucking D'Onofrio. Yeah, same. Yeah, the guy's amazing. Yeah. He's great in everything he's in. I don't think I've ever seen I don't seen... know him in anything else. 
I haven't seen him in anything else. Oh, no? No, this is the first thing I've seen him in. Full Metal Jacket, he joins a boot camp because it's them going into the Vietnam War. Okay. And he gets, um, not PTSD, but he goes fucking crazy from training. What kind of movie is it? It's... Like a drama? It's a more epic, I guess, almost. It's almost like a... It's an ultra-realistic depiction of war. And just the, debating on if I should watch it. If you, if you are going to watch it, I recommend just watching like the first half hour where D'Onofrio's in it. I don't think you'll like the rest of it. Yeah. Because like, he goes fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And he gets like, it's got a, you know, uh, uh, the sheriff from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003? Yeah. He's in it. Okay. And, and he plays the boot camp sergeant. Okay. And he's just meaner than fuck. Okay. I still don't know if you'd like it or not. But, like, at least watch that one. I grew up loving the movie. What was it? Jarhead? Oh, yeah. I owned it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. All I remember from that movie is, like, when he's going through his day to day activities and he's like, he's like, hydrate, jerk off, walk around, hydrate, jerk (laughs) off, walk around. (laughs) Um,. Where are we? Best acting. Worst acting? Um. I didn't write anyone down, but I could think of someone. Maybe the girl that is playing drunk. <laughs> okay. Just a I, little bit. I Just didn't even think she was that bad. No, not horrible. Just some of the situations she was in, that was, it was a little unrealistic. I was kind of thinking uh, Jake Weber, the dad. Oh. No, no one really did bad. No. So it's it's not even a movie where we can really. Yeah, even Evan Burt, uh, who's a child yeah. during this, he's like nine. He did really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Score slash soundtrack. I think honestly, I did stop writing notes at some point. Um, yeah. The the high pitch sounds, like the high pitch uh, frequency noises, I think worked very well. And the absence of sound, I found, also worked very well. Because yeah. I think it helped you, it helped draw you into how much realistic it is. Yeah, like the whole opening with the cab and everything. It where was just s- silent. And it, like, yep. it's just one of those scenes in a movie where your stomach is just turning and you can't stop looking. But you're like, I shouldn't be watching this. Just one still shot, too. I want to talk about that in yeah. cinematography, I think. But, Yeah. Okay. I didn't really write anything for score and soundtrack. No, because there's not there's not much there. Yeah. Um, cinematography. Um. Well, we have the kidnapping scene, so it's uh, it's them in the cab. He pulls over and stops, and it's a wide shot uh, just of the cab, and then you you just see Vincent get out and just kind of walk around the cab a couple, like he paces a couple times, and then. He just opens the door. It's dead silent. Like, all you hear is, like, mm-hmm. literally the rustle of the weeds and the wind out in the farmland. And then he just opens the door and just fucking cranks the mop. Mm-hmm. And then all you hear is this kid screaming. And then he gets back in the taxi and drives away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, the aging transition really fucked with my mind. <laughs> Are you sitting in the chair and... 
Well, he's sitting. He's sitting like cross-legged on the floor. I thought well, watching the TV. Yeah, but he's behind him. The other guy, sorry. Yeah, then Bob is behind him yeah. in the chair. Yeah. But it was the young kid that stirred me out. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, they have such identical faces almost. Yeah. Like, I think it was a really good casting choice. Yeah. And then, uh, and I was like, "Fuck! Did he just age up?" I'm like, <laughs> I can't really tell. But yeah, that really stirred me out. Um, and then I also put down. I like the quick flashes telling Bob's backstory. Yep. Um, I put that the opening shots of the house felt like a video game. I don't know why. <laughs> it did to me. Okay. And then the opening credits, it kind of had like Goosebumps font, which I thought was cool. Okay. I didn't notice <laughs> I don't know that. why I got onto this. <laughs> um, and... I just put that the location of the house is super scary. Like, the inside is just all old and just... Yeah, it literally looks like it hasn't been... Nothing's been changed since, like, the 50s. Yeah, like, a killer clearly lives there. (laughs) No, because this takes place, I think, during, like, the 70s or something, doesn't it? Do they have cell phones? I don't know. I feel like... When he was a kid, anyway. Was there... I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, and then I just wanted to point out that the burial spot um, in the house has Christmas lights, which I thought was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> there was a phone because the mom tries to call 911 from her cell phone. Right, right I was going to say, I feel like I remember someone pulling out a phone at some point, but I can't remember where. But it was like an old flip phone, so it might have been from the like uh, early 2000s. Yeah, but he probably had like a signal blocker. Um, favorite costumes and outfits? Because I didn't put anything. Nothing was... Uh, I, I like this suit at the end, but where the fuck did he get it? I was literally just thinking that as I said I didn't write anything, the suit at the end. But yeah, where would he have gotten that? I don't know. He stole it out of his uh, uh, killer's wardrobe, I guess. But Bob did dress him up to go out on the town. Yeah, but I figured it was would have been that he would have bought those clothes for him. Because Bob's a bigger, little bit of a bigger dude. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, the suit's pretty fucking mint yeah. looking. Like, it's a dark red undershirt. And then just black mm-hmm. dress pants and an overcoat. Yeah. Want to remember all lines? I think I have three and they're all from Bob. Okay, we can go back and forth. Yep. You can go first. Um, I have from Bob. I didn't ask for you, but since you're here, I'm going to make the most of it. Okay, yep. I have, uh, she's not coming back ever, so get used to it. It's just so, so sad. So sad and just affirmative. Like, yeah. There's no hope. Uh, I have going somewhere, Rabbit. Okay. Um, because without education, you're fucked. Yeah. And his education is not normal education. Yeah. <laughs> um, I give you the gift of knowledge and you fuck it away. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, in one ear, out the window. Yeah, that's my next one too. Yeah. That one had to be in there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, do you have any lines disliked? No. Okay. Yeah, nothing stood out that really upset me. Me neither. Um, favorite kill? Uh... The drunk girl, I guess. I don't know. Her throat slit? Yeah. Yeah. It's not... You don't really get to see a lot of the killing, but you get to see a lot of the aftermath. Yeah. I find in this movie. But I, yeah, I'll go with her. 
I put down the dad at the end because it's satisfying. Um, but also um, the girl that's trying to escape and then you just all of a sudden like you see that she got hit with something and then you see the head knife is in her head. Wait, what? Who? The girl that's got cuts on her and she's trying to find a way out because she stabbed him in the eye. And then she gets trying to find a way out and then she sees Rabbit chained. Yeah, okay. And she yeah. gets... She's, like, talking to him, like, tell me how to get out of here kind of thing. Yep. And then all of a sudden you see, like, her get stunned, and it's because she got... He threw a knife at her. Yeah, he threw the knife. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Least favorite kill? I don't have one. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Gore Factor special effects? I think um, everything looks really good. It all looks really realistic and grounded. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's very little CGI in this movie, Mm -hmm. if any. Um... So yeah, if you have a stomach to handle the realism, this uh, this movie could be for you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I thought it all looked good. Um, they were gonna go darker with this movie. I'll talk about that in the fun facts. Oh God, really? <laughs> yeah. I've watched a really dark movie like this, and it's based off one of the serial killers. Yeah. Um, I think it was Casey. Okay. And it was. I had nightmares. It's after. a movie or documentary. It's a movie. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, but I don't know what movie it's. I don't know what it's called, but it's movie. Uh, I'm just gonna put movie like this because I'm gonna forget by the time we finish recording, and it's gonna out one in one year out the window. (laughs) 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 Movie like this. Look up. (laughs) I know this always happens. We talk about movies during our recordings with like guests or whatever, and then I completely forget about them. Oh, I know. I have to write them down all the time too. Um, storyline and pacing. I think the storyline's good. Um, like I said, it's like the one of those realistic stories that could happen to anybody, and the picking up of women too is very realistic on how it could happen. Like mm-hmm. He takes advantage, and he finds a way to use society to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, I like the backstories for the killers as well. Killer, I guess. Um, the only thing I didn't like was the twist. Which one? There was more than one? There's the twist that Angie is still alive. Oh, okay. And the twist of the brother. Um, the brother, I didn't like. Okay. I didn't, uh... Yeah, it was whatever. I was actually a little disappointed. Okay. When you said that there was a twist, I was, like, expecting something, like, crazy. Like, at the end of the movie, he was gonna... I was expecting him to kill Bob, and then I was expecting him to kill her, Mandy, I think, right? Angie. Angie. Yeah. And then him to start up by himself. Oh, uh, okay. Or something like that. Like, I don't know. It just wasn't... I honestly just wasn't expecting it, but at the same time, when it did happen, I was like, meh. Like, no. Oh, that's it. I liked it. Yeah. And I also kind of predicted it. See, because I knew there was a twist coming, I was really, really looking for something, and I'm really big on, like, my brain starts going through the whole movie, like, this could be it, this could be it, that could be it, that could be it, right? So when I saw the flashbacks of there being a brother, my brain went, oh, what if the dad's the brother? But then it kind of, like, went away in my mind again, but then it actually did happen. (laughs) Yeah. See, Um, that's the problem. I try never to, I try never to uh, guess the twists anymore. 
I try not to because I used to be so good at it. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, if I do that, I'm just going to ruin the fucking movie for myself. Yeah. I also guessed that she was still alive, too. Angie. Yeah, I kind of saw that coming, too. Yeah. But I didn't know how he did it, though. That's no. what I was wondering. But, um, yeah, I liked the the rules he had for his house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love a good captivity story. And... I wanted to know what the fuck happened to Angie at the end. Yeah, you never like, do did, get did any. Did he just go in there and shut the garage, and now Angie's his? Like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. But like, let's let's see some cops coming and discovering all these bodies, or like. I think he's just planning on keeping the house. Yeah, but Angie's still in there. That girl's still in there. She might not be though. I don't. I can't see. Maybe she left. Yeah, like she left, like he had to get to that, to his dad's place somehow, right? Yeah. Because he doesn't know how to fucking drive. Yeah, true. Yeah, she had some time to get away, I guess. Yeah. Alright. It is a loose end that should be uh, tied up for sure, though. Yeah, that that's the only really thing that bothered me about the story, I think. Um, I can't remember if anything else bothered me about it either. Besides that, like, nothing dragged at all in this movie. Like, I was sucked in the whole way through. Yeah. It's just so joyless. It's honestly just so joyless. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the way that Bob treats Rabbit is really sad, too, because when you find out that that's his nephew, it's like, ah, oh, that's how you treat your own family. And you can tell throughout the thing, too, that Bob does start to develop, like, caring feelings for him, but he doesn't. He just can't, he can't process on how to uh, convey them in any way other than... Now, I, sorry, I just cut you off. There. It's okay. I got excited. <laughs> now, I wonder if the kid was a random kid, if he still would have kept him alive. I don't think so. But because it was his nephew, he's like, hmm, you're blood. Let's see what we can do together. Yeah. And I think there was some kind of like... I think he planned it from the start. Not maybe not maybe not the plan to keep him from the start, but like when he was down whispering to his mom, he's like, "Your son's mine now." Yeah. Like he's gonna be mine. Yeah. Um, that was an idea that rolled through my head too. Is that he's like, "No, I'm gonna kill you," and you can either do this one or two ways. You can you can either fight me and I'll kill you in front of your son and like permanently scar him for life on that as well as what else I'm gonna gonna scar him with because he's it doesn't shy away quickly like he's mm -hmm. young and he starts to see like women running away from him and dying and stuff and he's gotta clean up the bodies and everything like it's fucked mm -hmm. kid's gonna need a lot of therapy alright favorite scenes I don't think I wrote any no? Okay. oh okay I did, I did write a couple uh, kidnapping. So the initial kidnapping with the with uh, the taxi cab, I really liked. Yep. And I like the run rabbit run scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also wrote down the cab scene in the beginning, just the whole lead up, like to him being taken, pretty much. Yep. Um, I like the scene where he's explaining the rules of the house for him. Um, I like the TV candy bar scene where he ages up. Okay. Um, oh, when 
the when the girl when Bob captures a girl and she's crying and then he like starts fake crying with her and like uh, he just always does that. The taunting. Yeah, yeah, he does that. He did it to Rabbit too outside. Yep. Right, and like just starts yelling with him and stuff. Yep. It's like I can do it with you. Nothing's gonna fucking happen. Um. <laughs> Oh, this isn't a favorite scene. It just really disturbed me. It was when you see Bob in the bed with the bloody girl and, like, he's on camera and he's, like, naked. And he's crying. Oh. Yeah. I just... Oh, God. Um, the game they played with the girl's IDs. I I have that one down as a mixed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it. It just shows how fucked up he is. Like, let's make a game out of this. Like... Yeah. I can see that. I was just, like... I guess he must be pretty fucking bored out there. Like, you're gonna memorize. I guess he would. Like, as a serial killer, you would probably memorize all your uh, victims victims and information, right? Your trophies. Yeah, it's like you get a rise out of it, right? Yeah, get to relive the the uh, what you would call it. The high. The high. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have Angie interacting with Rabbit. I really like those scenes because you know she was. She just wanted to get the fuck out of there alive. She's trying to reason with him, and I don't know. I just like those scenes. She's trying to have sex with him. That's not what she's trying to do, but no, she's trying to win him over with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this guy's never even touched a girl before. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the scene where Bob gets rabbit a chair. <laughs> it's like a graduation present. I know. <laughs> I like... Oh god, I shouldn't even even be enjoying these scenes, but I couldn't help it. I was just like, oh, he got I, him a chair. Yeah, and then he <laughs> buys him, he gets him like a, it's not even as nice as his chair, because he can't let him think that they're equals. Yeah. Either, right? He's still going to have some power over him. Yeah. But then he, that's where also where he gets him as like a, almost like a prom suit looking thing from yeah. like the 70s. Oh, I also like when you find out that he wrote help on the car. Oh, that was smart. Yeah. And I was not expecting that. Like, I mean, that. I was totally thrown off. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's smart, but he got caught. <laughs> I know. I didn't expect that to happen either. Yeah. All right. Least favorite scenes? Um, I just had that one that I talked about. Oh, okay. I have, I literally wrote motherfucker. Um, <laughs> oh, when yeah. When he's forced to have sex with his mom is just fucking, it was hard to watch. It was disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then I have, <laughs> I wrote down the drunk chick smoking in the scary room. It doesn't matter how drunk I am. I would not be in that fucking room with those two men standing there. Like. I, I know. They literally like corner her like she's an animal. Yeah. There's no way I would be just laughing still being like, well, you're not going to let me go pee. Like I'm going to smoke. Like you're not in a safe space, girl. Look around. <laughs> Look at the room you're in. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, she was the smartest tool on the shed. Yeah, she bothered me a bit, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the killer. I'll let you go first. Um, see, I he's fucking scary. <laughs> um, I the way he picks up the girls too. I guess maybe it's not. Eh, it seems like it's always in a cab, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always in the cab. Yeah, it, he just it freaks me out. Like, it just, the whole storyline of him freaks me out. Like, picking up girls in a cab. It's just, I don't know. I'm a girl, so it freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very, like, isolating and manipulative. Um, like, giving him gifts and, I don't know. 
telling him that he's all he's got and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like being in a verbally abusive relationship. Yep. Which I've been in. (laughs) So I didn't like some of the lines he said to him. I'm like, oh my God, this is traumatic. Um, And like showing him a photo of his dad and the new family. Like he's just, yeah, just super manipulative and isolating and scary. Of course. He's trying to break rabbit right yeah like that's the whole idea he's treating him like a dog yeah he's like this i i'm what you got and you're gonna enjoy doing this shit with me yeah that's why he only gets he's only allowed to watch tv when if he says he's allowed to Mm -hmm. he's he has to prepare all of his meals Mm -hmm. and make he has to watch him eat his food until he is done and then he can have his leftovers yeah which is um it's a way so that he can be fed but not have enough nutrition to gain any muscle or power over him. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's another thing, too, with the dad thing. Yeah, like the isolation. The isolation. And thinking, thinking that he is alone and this is all he actually has. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't shower regularly. Um what else is there? There's a bunch of stuff that he does to the rabbit that's really uh, dehumanizing. Mm-hmm. I guess I would say it's almost they almost treat him like in the martyr sense uh, in that movie. They just yeah. dehumanize him. Um, but yeah, I think it's a very like I think D'Onofrio is fantastic and he knows how to play a good statistic person. Actually, I was really surprised when you were showing me this trailer that he was in it. Yeah, and that's what got me on board for this movie. Okay. Um, because I can't uh, imagine him picking a role that he didn't like or a script he didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. And then uh, the whole backstory for him too as well with the whole mom thing. I'm sure that's how a lot of serial killers are created. So it, uh, it just, yeah. it, again, it just has that ultra realism to it, which is what makes it harder to watch. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Scary rating out of 10. Uh, I'll probably give it a 4. Okay. Going to 7. 7, damn. Yeah, but not in like a, oh, hiding behind the covers scared. Like, just in a realism. Yep. Yeah. Rewatchability, what do you recommend? I won't be watching this movie again, probably. <laughs> At least not anytime soon. Um, recommend? Yeah, if you're into like, almost like true crime-esque movies yeah um i definitely would recommend yeah i don't think this movie is for your average movie goer. yeah um as much as i love these types of movies i don't think i'll be re-watching it either unless like i was maybe making a friend watch it with me or something <laughs> yeah okay. just to see how they would react to it kind of thing um but i I've, I've seen it now it's i'm good um i find with like shock factor movies for me i i just it's like an experience and then i'm done with it yeah well that's the thing right with the movie with the almost such little plot to it you know what you're getting and once you got it it's kind of hard i think you're not gonna be able to pick up on any other cues after this yeah it's not like you can go back and rewatch scream and you can go back and try to find all the spots for Randy and Stu, or not Randy and Stu, for Stu and, what's his name? Billy. Billy were 
you know, where, what lines did they say, you know, like, yeah, when can you point out when they're the killer? Yeah. Um, and I would recommend it, yeah, for sure, if you're a horror fan, if you're not, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a true crime fan, maybe. Yeah, true crime, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, all right, so final moving re- movie rating as a whole, um, we rate with emojis out of five, so a one out of five is the poop emoji. And then we have an eye roll emoji, okay emoji, thumbs up emoji, and a 100 emoji. What would you rate this? I'd give it a high okay. Okay. Yep. This is not dope for me. Okay. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it, though. I'm almost like, I'm pretty much putting it on par with the Rotten Tomato score. That's okay. 68%. That's a 100 for me. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, it was everything that I was hoping it would be. And more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like when things make me fucking uneasy. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the acting was great, and it didn't drag at all. Like, I was totally invested in wanting to see what happened to Rabbit, and yep. yeah. Okay. Again, to fun facts? Yeah, hit me with those fun facts. All right. Uh, both Jennifer Lynch and Vincent... Donofrio? Donofrio. Donofrio stated they would have preferred that the title of the film be Rabbit. That would have been good. Yeah, I like it. Mm, I like that. Um, While the length of time is never explicitly stated in the film, Rabbit has been held prisoner for 10 years by the end of the story, which you and I talked about during the movie. We're like, how long has he been there? (laughs) Yeah, because he ages quite significantly. Yeah. Uh, when asked about her favorite scene in the movie, director Jennifer Lynch says it is the game with the driver's licenses, which was originally much longer and partially improvised by the actors. Okay. In the original script, Rabbit left the house to discover that an entire subdivision had been built up unbeknown him, uh, to him, filled with children and families all unaware of the horrors going on inside the house. Now, that would have been a twist. That would have been terrifying. That would have been so much better than... That just could have been the ending. Yeah. And I would have been happy. Yeah. That would have been wild. Yeah, if he just would have tried one more time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's how under control he is, right? Yeah. Um, some viewers complained that the ending of the film felt rushed and tagged on. Jennifer Lynch said that the ending made more sense in the script, but due to time and budget constraints, it wasn't able to be executed properly. Yeah, I can see it definitely being yeah. rushed with the dad thing. It just does kind of feel like and it's Angie. A... Angie, yeah. I would have rather seen the Angie and Rabbit ending, like just them going Getting forward out. yeah, from yeah. that moment, rather than jump cut to he confronts his dad or whatever and yeah. it's just like yeah where in the fuck did that come from i did kind of like that the dad scene personally just because like his new wife finds out like who he really is and it's just a little scary mm-hmm. and like the kids upstairs and she's like telling him not to come down and yeah i liked it um the original script called for bob to keep pieces of his victims in jars and cut off rabbit's thumbs when jennifer lynch took on the project she did some rewrites to reduce the violent nature of the film cut off rabbit's thumbs yeah maiming yeah (laughs) pretty intense uh in the scene when bob throws rocks at rabbit vincent donofrio donofrio yep i'm struggling actually threw sponges that were shaped like rocks 
Because he fucking hit him in the head. And when you heard that thump, I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, The original focus of the story involved detectives actively pursuing Bob, who they nicknamed the Dicer, for his habit of cutting women up before killing them. Their relationship between Bob and Rabbit was secondary. Now, see, there's the problem with that, too, is because they they keep the bodies at home and bury them. Mm-hmm. I guess that would have been included with rewrites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio won the 2012 Fright Meter Award for Best Actor for his performance. That year, he also had a small but crucial role in Sinister, nominated in several Fright Meter Awards categories, winning Best Score as well as UK's Empire Award for Best Horror Film 2013. Damn. I say I knew about his role in uh, Sinister. Hmm. Uh, was originally rated NC-17 by the MPAA for some explicit violence, but the film was later edited to achieve an R rating for disturbing and sadistic violent content, including bloody killings and rape and for language and sexuality. Oh, I wrote that fun fact twice, so that's all I got. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some fun facts. Fun, Yeah. Um, all right. You have no idea what our next episode's going to be, do you? No, I'm going to have to pick something, though. It's my yeah. turn, isn't it? Yeah, Brennan's pick. So, we will... Is that one of our dogs? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, we will get back to you. <laughs> It'll be announced after this episode drops. Or after the After Hours drops. Okay. Yeah. I'll... I'll have a smoke and ponder. All right. Well, you want to plug our accounts last t- one last time? Absolutely, I do. We are Our Life in Horror, and you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and X. Uh, we are also on Patreon. If you guys would care to sign up, that'd be greatly appreciated. Um, uh, where we do after-hour shows. We're about to do one right now. It's going to be good. We're going to get into some fun stuff and Sam's saga. <laughs> fun <laughs> um, we also do polls um, we have a discord where the community comes together and we chat about uh, just horror movies what's going on with life we're a pretty tight knit community but we would love to welcome in more members uh-huh. and uh, share experiences and you also get to be a part of our Patreon bonus party episodes uh, which is a huge plus um, and then you can also find us on uh, you can email us at our life in horror with any uh, at hotmail.com. At hotmail.com. Yep, sorry. Um, and you can email us with movie suggestions if you guys want us to come on your podcast or if you guys want to come on our podcast, we can discuss things. Um, yeah, or any suggestions or critiques about our stuff or if you want to see anything changed, which is, you know, if you want to see something new added, just let us know and we can see if we can make it happen. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thank you. Stay spooky.